You are now tuned in to Believe. Do you believe? Feeling good, man. It's the top of the year, top of the morning. Um, I think we're gonna have a great 2022, man. Great 2022. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm tired. I'm um, tired. <laughs> uh, irritated. I'm uh, feel a little powerless. Um, so my wife's been sick for. The entire week, basically, since Sunday. Honestly, she started to come down with something. And she started feeling better. But we're like, well, we better get tested anyway. So I went and got tested. First off, there's no tests anywhere. You can't get tested. It's really hard. So we had to schedule a test three days down the line. So, you know, she slept. I took care of the kids. No big deal. I go get tested, still waiting on the results. But she paid to get some... um to get some faster results and came back positive. So we're thinking about canceling our plan to, to travel to Wisconsin because of a Omicron, but we're like, no, like we, we have to go. It's the holidays, spend time with family. It's going to be, it's going to be worth it. We'll be safe. We'll be diligent. And it did not, did not matter. Um, we don't know where she was exposed or how we're just assuming it was airport and traveling. And, um, I'm pretty sure my oldest had it so far. He's just had a little bit of a fever and that's it. But, um, and I hope that that's it. My youngest doesn't seem to be affected by it, which is awesome. So far Mm. I'm good. Um, we'll see what my test comes back, but I'm, if I have it, I'm going to end up being asymptomatic is what it is. So, um, get your booster. I have my booster, um, and, uh, move on from there. I guess you just got to do what you can and let the rest fall where it is because we only have control over our actions. And unfortunately we've been shown throughout this entire process that nobody else cares how their actions affect, or I should say a lot of people don't care how their actions affect other people. But uh, yeah, it's a little bit disheartening to say the least. Right. I, um, you know, for me, I think it's, 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 gosh, man, so much anxiety. Um, rightfully so, right. So much anxiety surrounding the Americron or Maricron or Marion, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, virus. Um, well, mutation of obviously COVID-19. So just COVID-19 as a whole, right? So much anxiety filled around it because you can do all the right things, right? You guys have been doing all the right things. You guys have been extremely cautious. You guys have been wearing your mask. Obviously, you got vaccinated pretty early on, got your boosters, X, Y, and Z. And now you like you could still catch it and not even know where you got exposed at, where you got it from. And that's just what I think is the most... Uh, frustrating part about this entire process um just not knowing where you caught it yeah and so like you can be going to the coffee shop to get your favorite coffee 
or traveling like you guys were traveling for an important event um and it's just unfortunate and that's why it's just a that entire group project that this country is failing on um <laughs> you, and, I, and i just don't you got the few people putting in all the work and everybody else riding the coattails exactly exactly and uh just just like in school right right oh yeah you got those 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 four person group you know you got two people that are doing all the work and the other two are just up there just to smile and wave but that seems to be what's going on right now in this country and it's just unfortunate man and i think it's it's again we 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 don't want to talk so much about covid but it's kind of hard not to um given where we're the direction that we're heading right now um because we're not getting any better but i do hope ah oh boy you know i do hope uh the wife my lovely sister heals up man and uh hope you guys chart through that and and, and make it out the other end stronger better all the above but it's just it, unfortunate man she's feeling better now but it was definitely i mean we were both worried because we thought we gave it to you guys we thought maybe the cold that our youngest got from daycare might have been mm -hmm. covid so we text everybody you know my family you guys, you all got tested, tested negative, which is amazing. It's been eight days, so if you had it, you'd either be showing symptoms or you'd think you'd test positive True. from us, at least. And then um, nobody in my my parents and my brother and sister, nobody's sick. So uh, that's, that's a true. good thing, at least. So right. that was that a weight off that, that we didn't infect anybody else. Because since we got back, we've basically been in de facto isolation anyway. And then yeah. when she started being sick, I was actually, so our friend from Knee Brace Radio, I was going to meet up with him for dinner. And then um, Ashley was, she was feeling, you know, kind of iffy. And then I told her about it. She's like, really? You're going to go out and eat right now? And I was like, uh, yeah, I was kind of planning on it. And she's like, that's not smart. And I'm like, you're right. So I texted him. I'm like, hey, instead of dinner, you just want to take the kids to the park together? And then um, uh, my oldest started to have a little bit of a cough. And I'm like, well, let's just. And he was like, he was unsure too because of what was going on. And then I was yeah. like, you know what? Uh, actually, my wife's pretty sick. It's a good thing. Let's just not. We'll cancel it next time. We'll meet up or something. And then, um, and then it was like, just, yeah, it was just like, I, I don't know. It's just, it, it's frustrating to say the least, but I'm glad that we went into uh, isolation the way we did a little bit early. So, yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully we turn it around here in this country. Um, but I'm most definitely not going to hold my breath on that. Um, <laughs> but it is 2022, man. It's a it year. is 2022. Um, let me hear some of these goals, man. Let me hear some of these goals for 2022 of yours. And you don't have to give me 10. You don't have to give me 15. You can just give me two, right? Um, want to start speaking some things into existence. Absolutely. So first things first, I got my new shirt. Let's show it. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So, so you know, this is going to go next to my Black Lives Matter shirt. I like it. Tupac. Uh, mental <laughs> health matters. So, I, you know, one the thing that I said the night of, because we were FaceTiming, I said mm -hmm. growth. And right, right. that's a multiple aspects. I want to grow, continue to the growth that I've started this year as a person. I think I've made a lot of strides as a person. Yeah. And then I would like to continue that growth into 
the professional and grow this into a business, not just the oh, yeah. podcast, but take Untapped Keg LLC and move it up, and we become mm-hmm. a force, and we get this thing going. And uh, you know, we have ideas behind that. We've been working behind the scenes to make that happen, but you know. Jenny was nice enough um, to tweet out that we were close to 100 subscribers on YouTube. I want to get that up to a thousand this year. I want to be at a thousand subscribers on YouTube. I want, you know, 1,500 followers on Twitch or Twitter. I want, you know, Twitch is just going to be like our gaming space. But you know, if we right, get right. that up to 500, that'd be great. You know, if we. Yep. We just continue to take steps and get better and better. And I think that as this show has gotten, we had an intro today. Little by little, we've been getting it better. Now I just want to take that little snowball that we made, push it down the hill, and watch that thing just grow just massively. And then I want to collaborate with other streamers more than what we did right we met so many interesting people and the people that we've been on had on to tell a story and everything i want to continue that and i want to collaborate with making some videos and stuff so that is where i would start and then from there i we're we're gonna go places we're going places so yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think this. I, I mean, obviously, great goals, similar goals, obviously for myself. Yeah. This world, since this is what we're doing, um, and I think it's going to be good, man. I really do. I think, you know, outside of all the madness, and I, and and it's hard to ignore the madness that's happening outside. Um, but outside of all the madness, I think if we continuously focus on just step by step, like you said, brick by brick, brick. Um, We'll, we'll we'll get to where we want to get to. So I like those goals. I most definitely like the goals, the untapped keg goals, the the business side of it. We got some really awesome things coming up. Uh, they're already in the works right now, which is pretty cool. Um, but did you share any personal goals? Just you? to continue growing, right? So get a find a find a really good therapist, get some good ADHD meds, and be able to kind of self-schedule myself and that's kind of it just continue the growth that i started this year because this year i think this year in my 34 35 year i think that i grew more as a person than i have in the previous 20 years and um i'm i'm really proud of that and it wasn't easy and it wasn't like the entire year was growth but like just where i've gotten um i feel a lot more comfortable not just with myself but with uh steps that i've taken so that's 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 exciting so i just want to i want to not be satisfied with where i'm at which is something that i struggle with sometimes and i just want to continue to grow yeah yeah yeah. no i like that i like that i like that Uh, i i very similar man yeah my obviously like i said untapped kid goals we both obviously share those. And then for myself, yeah, I, I, you know, you're really taking the words right out of my mouth. I think for myself as well, in 2021, I had the greatest jump in growth than I've had probably since my entire life. I think, um, you know, outside of the game of football, of course, um, just my personal life, I think. And I think it's, um, 
a lot of it is because of what we talk about here at Untapped Gig and what we've been just preaching, man. Uh, week by week, day by day, hour by hour, it's been one hell of a journey. And so for myself, again, I'll dive a little bit more deeper into that. So for me, when I talk about growth, what I want to see in myself this year, um, again, I want to continuously work towards graduating, which I'm scheduled to graduate in May, which is exciting. So I want to knock that out. Thank you, man. So I want to knock that out. Um, I want to continue with my physical health. I've been really, really improving on that. I started working out November 15th, and I am currently down 43 pounds um, since. Um, very oh, open is body. That all? Is that all? I, I was 283. And you can go. It's crazy, dude. I was going back and looking at photos no, from October. I told you and I was, when we saw you at Christmas, I was like, yeah. Dude, you look like you're back to your playing days. Like, right. Or when you were I here was, over Thanksgiving, I was like, where's the other half of you? Yeah, <laughs> I, was t- I was 283. Um, 283 the end of October. About 280, yeah. And I'm now at 239. Um, so whatever that is, I just weighed myself before I hopped on this podcast. So, But uh, I want to continue with my physical health because I think, again, as our last episode, we talked a lot about how physical health is important for your mental health, right? Yeah. Um, for, for, for lack of a better phrase, I should say it's kind of the feel good look or the look good, feel good um, aspect of it. It helps you to build confidence, helps you to build discipline, right? And that discipline can bleed over to other aspects of your life. And for me, an example that this discipline has bled over into is, is school. Um, you know, I've been really focused on my physical health which that discipline has allowed for me to be more disciplined in school. That discipline in school has allowed for me to be more disciplined in, in my physical health. Mm-hmm. Me being more fi- disciplined in my physical health has made me more uh, just feeling better mentally, happier, drinking more water, sleeping, all of the above. And I just want to keep preaching that for folks out there. Um, medicine is obviously important if that is what you need. Um, um, but then again, there's a million ways up this hill and maybe you just need more physical health more improved physical health or more of a uh, better environment, um, a better hobby, a hobby that's more hands-on, um, more time-consuming, healthy hobbies. Um, Just something new, right? Just trying something new. Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. thing that we, I think as we get older, we get caught up in, um, and that this also starts when you're younger, right? But you really get into it like in your late twenties to thirties. And then you see it in people in their uh, forties, fifties, sixties. The first time you do anything, it's uncomfortable. It gives you this feeling of uncomfortable, right? Cause you don't know oh, yeah. what you're doing. You fumble around with it. It doesn't matter oh, yeah. what it is. First kiss. doesn't matter if it's the first time you dribble a basketball. doesn't matter. You know, even like when you watching my babies grow the first time you crawl, the first time you walk, Mm-hmm. It's not comfortable, right? But trying something new doesn't mean you're going to be a master at it right away. You're going to fumble through it. Look at this podcast, right? Like we fumbled through quite a bit of it. Look at this morning, right? Like we've been, this is almost our 100th episode. This is episode 94. And we had audio issues and we couldn't get it going. Like, and it's been a year and we're just like, uh, and thankfully Jenny came on and helped us kind of sort it out. But we still don't know why the program wouldn't work. It just wouldn't. And that's just how it is sometimes. But just oh, yeah. know that you can try something new. 
enjoy like what happened, but not necessarily be happy with the outcome, and that's okay. But trying something new and being uncomfortable. That's it's important. Like the first time you were sober, the first time you went to a party sober, the and stayed sober, the first time you went to a bar and stayed sober. Like sometimes that's still uncomfortable for me, and it's been eight years, and that's okay. It's okay to be uncomfortable sometimes. Sometimes we gotta embrace being uncomfortable and mm. growing. Right? I'm not talking about Indeed. somebody being racist in the room and you being uncomfortable, or so you know somebody like being demeaning to you, being misogynistic or something. I'm talking about just like us being in our own headspace and being uncomfortable. Like sometimes we need to allow that to happen in order to grow because growing is not comfortable. Mm-mm. No, no, no. It's not supposed to be. It's kind of like uh, the analogy of a, of a plant growing in the pot back there. You see that plant that I got back there? Most definitely. You got to get it into a bigger pot. Um, you know, you start to outgrow your environment. It's going to be a little uncomfortable, but it can bring you joy once you get into that newer environment, new people, new all of the above. And so I think, man, honestly, for 2022, um, we're just going to crush it. I'm just going to go ahead and just say that. I'm just going to crush it. But I got something, man. I got okay. something. Okay. I'm, I'm ADHDs all over the place today, but I uh, got something. That's okay. We we ain't got nothing planned today that's... uh. I got something because it's the start of the the new year, man. I think think this is just a wonderful time right now. This is completely different topic, you guys here, right? So just bear with me. This is an amazing time right now for science. And I'm just not (laughs) seeing. Are we we entering MC Squared? Mm -hmm. All right. Just so everybody knows, we're going to get a song for this. All right. But we are entering. Monte's Conspiracy Corner, MC yes. Squared. It's, no. it's okay. Okay. Again, start of the new year, right? 2022. We're just so just, obviously the news is just, just all you're seeing is right is COVID, um, celebrity deaths, unfortunately, um, which is obviously Rest that's good peace, that we, we see Rest that. Peace, Absolutely. And uh, I just think that we're just not, there's not enough banter there's not enough not banter i guess there's not enough excitement around the science that's going on right now where we're at right now as, as a society as excuse me as a as as humans um regarding science like yeah. what we're, the james webb telescope i'll get to that in a second but we can go and go back to the warp bubble right the warp bubble that we accidentally created. So you, for those who don't understand what I'm talking about, a warp bubble is essentially if you've seen Star Trek, right? You don't even have to watch it, but or, or Star Wars, and they hit warp speed, right? Traveling and interstellar travel quickly, right? In order to do that, you need a warp bubble. You need a warp bubble, an energy field, essentially around a ship to protect it, to travel at those light speeds. Um, faster than light speeds, all the but long story short, we accidentally created one. Here's my theory. Here's my theory. If we accidentally created a warp bubble in 2021 of August, well, that's when the report came out. So it was probably sometime in the beginning. I of think August. they said it was March was when they made the discovery. So March of last of year, 21. Yep. 21. So if we were capable of creating a warp bubble, right in 2021 of March, then does that mean a hundred years from now, a hundred years from now, 
time travel is possible. And if time travel is possible, is somebody already here from the future? Think about it. Think on that. Are you saying somebody from the future came back and created COVID? (laughs) (laughs) No, all I'm saying is in order to time travel, you need a warp bubble too, because time travel oh. is. I don't want to. I don't want to get into time travel. I but get if you it. Travel, so they they you, came back and actually helped create the vaccine, and then that's I'm, why it happened so fast. All I'm saying is, again, oh. you travel at light speeds, you can time travel essentially, <laughs> and that's just my theory. That is just my theory. But I want to get to James but, Telescope real quick, and it's not even a conspiracy. I just I just want to bring um, this up. Okay, why is light speed equated with time travel. I mean, all yeah. light speed is, is the fastest we perceive time or a speed velocity, right? That's the fastest that we can perceive and time too. anything is light travels faster than anything that we know of right. right now. Right. So why, why do you think that light and time travel are intricately linked? Einstein's like, theory, Einstein's theory of relativity um, but that's only true um, so far as we know it, right? Like that's a, and that's really still technically, I guess, a theory not really proven yet. But um, it's been proven. It's already been proven. Then it's not a theory uh, anymore. It's a theorem. It's a theory. Well, right. Einstein's theory. It's Einstein's I, theory of right, relativity. Right. I know and that's so, what we still call it. But do you want me to answer it for you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the reason why. Time travel is essentially equated with light speed because if you are to travel at light speed or faster than light speed away from Earth, right? And then if you are to stop where you are positioned right now, traveling at those speeds, you are if you are to come back to Earth, you will not come back to the same Earth that you left. Right. It would be like 500 years into the future for Earth. But for you, traveling at those speeds, it was probably only... 30 minutes but that's not but that's not and so if you come yeah it is if you were to then turn around and travel back you will be the same age but earth will be 500 years in the future yep and so that that has been proven uh i forgot how they proved it but it was the black we can all we can all google it and check it out finally filmed black holes they were able to uh prove the theory of relativity and it's just remarkable how Einstein's theories back in the early 1900s or whatever the hell he was alive, um, but were legit. I don't and it's just incredible. So, like, I I love when you talk about this stuff, right? Yeah. And I, I love talking about this with you and your dad. But I'm going to get to the James Webb telescope here in a second, I don't, too. I, I don't understand how that's time travel like that's a, that's a travel and yes you didn't age much but the earth oh. did that's but that's still just you traveling that's not actually time you travel mean. you know what i'm saying right so um that's kind hollywood, of what i meant hollywood screwed it up hollywood well, is wrong interstellar is right though interstellar is right yes touche because they had the physicist the astrophysicist uh uh uh, Kip, I think is his, Kip is his name. Uh, you guys can hit Google for that, but he helped out Christopher Nolan for that movie, and it's extremely accurate. And a lot of other astrophysicists um, 
studied the film, of course, and said, yeah, that's that's pretty accurate based off of Einstein's okay. theory of relativity and Stephen Hawking's theories regarding black holes. But now let me talk about now let's the move, James Webb Telescope. From the time travel, let's move over to the other part of the car. Oh, one, one quick about the time travel. Okay. I, I agree with you. Yeah, it, that's not the same time travel that we're all used to, right, mm-hmm. where you could just you know, pick up a device and, and travel to wherever you want to travel to. Maybe we'll get to that point, but who knows, but still the creation of a warp bubble Mm -hmm. now no longer makes warp speed travel science fiction. Now it's reality. Now it's very possible. Now we just have to figure out how to make it bigger, of course, and how to actually get an object inside. And that's probably going to take another 50 years. Who knows? But anyways, James Webb telescope, dude, do you know what the James Webb telescope's first mission is? Uh, to one of, I'll say one of, because who knows how many to, other uh, de- first missions deploy its, its <laughs> sensors <true>. and <laughs> what's true. outside first, of that. So what's its first right. mission? I don't know. Dude, its first mission, right? So there's this, uh, you know, the closest star to us outside of our sun. So closest star to our solar system, I believe is Sirius A. And obviously we've seen some exoplanets. Usually you see exoplanets obviously circling, uh, orbiting. Um, a star, just like our solar system. Well, there is this exoplanet that is very similar to Earth. Its first mission, one of its first missions, I don't want to say if it's first, but is to obviously point itself at this exoplanet, and it'll be able to detect what's in its atmosphere, I think, within mm-hmm. minutes or is right? If uh, the, the percentage of oxygen, the percentage of uh, carbon dioxide or whatever um, that's in its atmosphere, but also what it's going to do is It'll be able to tell at nighttime, nighttime, it'll be able to tell if the light um, radiating off of the planet is natural light or man-made light. Because on our planet at nighttime, we can detect from the International Space Station or even further away, we can detect, returning our satellites back towards us, um, light you know, radiates some uh, man-made light, right? It, it, it's it's a different, shows up different on the radar or whatever than obviously the sunlight. And so that's what they're going to do. So, man, right off the bat, we may be able to get a lot of answers if we're alone or not. Because if they point that bad boy at that planet and they detect that there is man-made light radiating off of that planet, and there goes the Catholic Church. Well, I was going to say, most, most of humanity better hope that we're alone because nobody else is going to want to touch us with a 10-foot cattle prod. And uh, <laughs> I mean, listen, I mean, if I was if I was an intelligent extraterrestrial being, I wouldn't want anything to do with humans. We're no, a virus. Wouldn't want just to. Like on the, on the just like on the first matrix. Exactly. We are very, we're, we are the definition of a virus. There's no other living thing that destroys its own habitat. Only we do, and what else does that? Multiplies and destroys the virus. So, enough of my enough of my corner. All right, there. Thank you for my rant. And that is the end <laughs> of my. Thank you for my rant. Conspiracy corner, MC squared. Thank you for my rant. I did had to <laughs> get that off my chest. That James Webb telescope is really really exciting. Like uh, I just don't see enough. I don't see enough on Twitter or or. It's because people don't care. Just People like the movie, don't... Up right around here. There, that's it. You seen the movie? Don't look up. No. 
so it's, uh, you know, it's it's a movie. It's got all the stars in it. Leonardo DiCaprio, Ariana Grande, Meryl Streep, Kid Cudi, uh, all the stars, right? They wanted to get all the stars together. And it's a movie about Jennifer Lawrence. So Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio are astrophysicists. Um, and uh, there's a comet coming, asteroid coming to hit the Earth, blah, blah, blah. But the symbolism of the movie is is the comet is COVID. Um, because once the comet is coming, then the media starts spinning stuff and, and groups start to form where it says, don't look up. They're just trying to steal our guns or something to trick us to steal our guns. And then you got other groups that are like, look down long story short. That's um, interesting. Yeah. 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 So, so long story short, that's just what that movie's about. And, well, uh, have you seen arrival? Absolutely. Yeah. So I love that. Amy that- Adams. That yeah. reminds me of that movie a little bit. Uh, oh, oh, just with oh. how the media takes it and spins it, and then how that bombing happens that we we kill what we don't understand. And that, oh, that's that is, true. That is us. That's true. Oh, yeah. But that's what happens in Arrival. So that's what kind of reminded me of that, too, because they kind of right. predicted this as well. <clears throat> and Arrival came out, what, 2012, 13? Yeah, around that time. Yeah. But uh, what else? But, but with don't look up. Sorry, I'm getting long winded. But no, it's okay. um, the point I brought that up is because again, when we talked about you, you mentioned about the James Webb Telescope, the adva- these advancements that were right. that were getting as a as a as a civilization. Um, but in in the movie, no one's really on social media. They're not talking about the asteroid. They show it to you. everybody's just talking about celebrity relationships, breakups all that stuff. And I just get frustrated, man, because I don't know, I'm, I'm biased. I love science. And I just think like, these are some massive advancements we're making. We plan on getting man on Mars in 2024 um, and all this stuff. And too busy talking about Kanye buying a house across the street from Kim K or <laughs> did that happen? And all that stuff. <laughs> no, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, it happened, but I, you know, I just, I just, I just, I'm disappointed. I feel I, like more people should be talking about this stuff because this James is a once in a lifetime. I didn't even know about it till you and your dad started talking about it. Like I'd heard about it, right? Like, right. But like, I knew there was a new telescope getting launched yeah. that's going to replace Hubble because Hubble was basically aged out a right. long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw you know, something that's been interesting to me talking about science, right? Yeah. I saw a picture of the first flight at Kitty Hawk, 19, what was that, 1912, 1913, 1903, whatever. Then we we're on the moon in 1969. What have we done years. since then? Yeah, from Wright Brothers to 1969 is, yeah, it's 60 years, I think. 1909, I think, was the... I mean, to 19- be fair, technology advances the most during war. True. So you had two world wars to advance air flight technology. Oppenheimer. So that bomb. helped the uh, and you know NASA and everything else. True. So that that is part of the reason that we advanced so f- quickly through that. But um, that really uh, it, it just blew my mind that that was sixty years right. from the right. first flight to we were on the moon. What have we done since 1969? 
like to really push something forward like technology. that. Right. Um, we we kind of just like coasted, right? We kind of did what I did as a person. Like I got comfortable where I was and just didn't get better. And I right. feel like that's what we've done as as a <laughs> as a almost a world society. Obviously, there's that's not completely true because things have gotten better in some aspects, but a lot of aspects, no, no, it hasn't. Right? No, uh, we turned into. Uh, I, I like that you brought that up because I never, I never really thought of that that too. But we turn. I think once we once we had our missions to the moon, and again there being nothing there, and it's a waste of money. I think uh, then we just turn it to just strictly just research, um, just doing a lot of research on the International Space Station because it does help to develop our medicines. Um, uh, that being what we do up there, uh, but yeah, I think but when that's you talk the thing. about it's how can we profit off of it, right? That's what that's what it's always been. That's why we right. stopped going to the moon. Oh, there's nothing there we can profit off of. Well, we're not going to go there anymore. Well, right? Like why why isn't the betterment of humankind profit enough why did why is it just you know like the obviously oh, this is kind of devolving into it but like the top one percent is richer than any other time in human history and right. that that has taken precedence over everything else and right that's it just gets me it gets me it gets me fired up i get really really mad and we're seeing a little bit of a of a worker revolution, like more unionization, more people demanding what they're worth. Like we cannot get our time back. Right. No. And people are finally like, no, you know what? You've made record profits for 10 straight years while we struggled to make rent. While now mm -hmm. we can't afford housing. We can't afford to go to college. We can't afford to pay our school loans because you won't pay us what we're worth. Mm. No, we're not going to work for you. And now, now they're all crying because you know, we're starting Workers to show, back. yeah, because we're starting to show, oh, you know, we can do this ourselves. We don't need you. And that's starting to cut into profits. But, you know, that's the thing about businesses. You don't have to make record profits every single year. That's why they're record. Mm. And that's that's what's been lost. Like treating people like human beings, treating people to get people. A rising tide lifts all boats. And treating people like they're uh, worthwhile with uh, dignity. That's yeah, what yeah, I was yeah. looking for. Giving people dignity. Like, that's been lost. And, and it's been and being lost since, honestly, since 2000, right? Since since the 2000s. It's really, really taken a backseat compared to how it used it to has. be. It has. I like that. I like that you mentioned that. Uh, I want to... I want to say but I think one it's last... starting to turn around. So I do like that, but it's it's happening slower than what I was hoping. You know, may, might happen, but hopefully, hopefully, we see it happen a little bit faster. True. I want to say one last thing. One last thing. This is my final thing about the James Webb Telescope. Again, I just, I, I, I love science. Um, outside of its first mission or its hundredth mission, whatever it's planning on doing, uh, one of its missions. It might be the main important one uh, is to essentially look behind the Big Bang Theory. Uh, so the Hubble telescope was capable of looking about 4 billion years into the past. Mm -hmm. um, so from Big Bang Theory. So think about it, guys. It's like a tunnel. Boom. A tunnel. Right. Earth. Um, that light. 
spectrum. So the Hubble was able to look like right here. The James Webb telescope is going to be able to look all the way to the Big Bang and essentially behind it, um, which is, again, I don't understand why enough people aren't talking about this. So that's really looking into the past because you're looking into the light that's coming at us. Um, so it'll be able to see the first ever developing galaxies. And two, it'll be able to see if there was anything prior to the Big Bang. So there's got to be some wild stuff. Yeah, that they were going to see the freaking architect, like on the major. <laughs> that guy sitting there in his chair like, oh, uh, uh, you're not supposed to see this. But again, it's just going to be awesome, man. The theory about the universe, there's only three, there's only three options. The universe either created itself, something created it, or it's always been. Again, the universe uh, either created itself, it was created by somebody or something, or it has always been. And we're not too far away from figuring those that one one of those is right. And I don't think we're too far away from finding out which one it is. And that I don't understand is why I don't I don't understand why people aren't talking about this. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, I mean my, <laughs> my question is why are we so obsessed with what created Period. Why don't we? Why aren't we working on? Because we can't. What is that answer going forward? Like, what does that do for us going forward? I mean, it does answer you know, questions, right? Just because religion. <clears throat> just because religion. We're fed religion. Let you know. Let, so, let, let so people that, believe what they want to believe, right? As long as it's not infringing on anybody else. Right. <laughs> that true. It's just. It's. I. I agree with you. Like that's really interesting. It is really interesting, and that's all I have. Is it's really interesting? No, no, I think you were going to say a butt. You can share. I was butt. about to you say didn't... butt, but then I realized I don't have anything sure. on the other side of the butt. I don't have uh, anything else on the other side of the butt. Oh, I know like, I'm weird. Just, I'm, 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 I'm I weird. I feel like we're going to use it to piss in cornflakes, and like, what's the point of that? I guess that's my butt. So yeah, I almost wish I almost wish we didn't develop it, America, because yeah, we're going to figure no, out. No, that's to... internationally developed. Like NASA oh, might yeah, be controlling it, it but it's oh, an, yeah, it, it was is. an international collaboration. Oh, yeah, yeah so, that's right. I've seen the, the photos of the team yeah. and the country. They held their flags up, and yep. yeah, that, I don't know why I just said that. But anyways, enough of that. You know, enough of that. Space travel. <laughs> it, it's exciting until you watch the expanse, and you're like, no, that's how it's really going to be. <laughs> I do. Everybody man. just trying to kill each other. <laughs> we're gonna we're stumbling across some. It's going to be either some, ex I think no matter what, it's going to be just like the great, the great Carl Sagan's theory or saying, quote, should say, is, is we for, we're either alone or we're not. And, and either option is, is frightening. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should uh, make things better than uh, <laughs> make things worse. Right. right? <laughs> or just be like, well, I can't do anything about it. So I'm just not going to. Um, mm. because who says, who says you can't do anything about it? You just don't want to because it's hard work, right? That's, <laughs> that's what that means. So I'm right, oh, wow. transitioning a little bit. Indeed. Here's my question for you. We're already past it and we didn't talk about it before, but What's up? when you're first going sober, so have you seen like, there's a trend going on, like a sober January or mm -mm, a dry January, no. a dry January? Oh, I, I was talking to some folks the other night and they said that because they're talking to me and obviously knew my story and everything. And they said, yeah, we're 
we're uh, going to try to not drink in January. And in my head, I was like, well, why January? <laughs> right. So, so what's going on? Like, I, uh, it's a trend for people to do a dry January. And I think part of it might have to do with like quarantine and people picking up excessive drinking habits during quarantining. So right. like I saw it on Twitter. I saw it on TikTok. I saw it kind of all over the place. Um, how, if people are just trying to experiment with uh dry January, let's say how, what advice would you give people just starting out like, uh, being dry? Because this isn't the same thing as sobriety, right? Like sobriety, right. you're giving it up because right. it, you know, it is an issue. Right. Um, so, but it could be along the same lines. So what's something you could give people for ad- some advice with dry yeah, January? Absolutely. I've, I've, I've already had my answer for this cause I've, this is what I've always felt. Um, and again, please don't misinterpret this as, um, being insensitive. Um, uh, here in Untapped Keg, again, we, we, we share our feelings. We share what we, uh, we're rat in our lives and we're always going to keep it real. And so for me, I think, man, my advice to someone who wants to go drive for a month is I think it's great. I think it's good mm-hmm. um, that you're wanting to do this, but I would want for this person to focus more on why they believe they need to, as opposed to trying to knock out the 31 days. And so if, if you, if you're already at that point in your life where you need to go a month without drinking, then I think you really need to be more honest with yourself about what alcohol is doing to you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and I don't mean that in a very, I do not mean that in an insensitive way. I, I really don't. I think you just need to dive more into what brought you to that moment. Yeah. Um, and, and, and essentially what I'm saying is, is there, is there an issue there already? If you need to refrain from it for a month, um, and, and so that's my advice. And I don't, and again, I don't mean that in an insensitive way. I just mean, you know, just, just. Just just focus more on, you know, what brought you to that moment to where you told yourself, wow, I think I need to stop drinking for a month. I think it's great. That's a great starting point. That's an amazing, that's a huge starting point. That is a wonderful starting point. But after that 31st day, then what? Then what? Yeah. And that that's the thing is, I there's a lot of people that did like, uh, you know, a dry month last year. And then they just kept it going because they realized they didn't need it. That's, that's, that's a awesome. really, really good point that you bring up. Well, one thing that I would say is try to do things that you would do while consuming alcohol and then see if they're just as fun or more fun without right. it, right? One thing we're fed in media and one thing that we do as a culture is we need alcohol to have fun on vacation, to have fun right. on um, you know, at sporting events to have fun and night out Weddings. for uh, a, a good dinner can only be good with a wine, right? Like a, a faint or a fancy to, dinner, right? People go to weddings just to get drunk. <laughs> Me. Everybody, like, we, I mean, just uh, try it. It's like, like oh, I don't want to go. Is there going to be open bar? Oh, yeah. I'm there. If you, if you are doing a dry January, then just, 
Like if you're going sober, I would say to avoid those things. But if you're doing a dry January, embrace it and see if you're going to have fun doing that. Right. Like um, if you let's say you think there's a problem and you're just going to try the month and then keep it going. I would say one, find a new hobby or find something, an old one. That's something that we say all the time. Like find something to do with your time. Um, I would avoid those triggers though. Cause they are triggers and yeah. I, you know, yeah, yeah. I know that personally. Um, and it still sometimes is a trigger to me, but I've just had experience dealing with the triggers now, like the first, and we talked about this earlier, you're going to be uncomfortable, but right. if you're doing a dry January and it's just for fun, it, at that point, just try it and see, see if you enjoy it because it, you probably will literally a myth that you can only have fun if you're drinking, Right. The right, first time that right. I went on vacation, like I was two months sober, I went to the Bahamas, stayed sober the entire time. Part of it was because it was just with my now wife and she helped by not drinking. I was like really, really stubborn. I was not going to drink. Like I was serious. Like this is, I'm done with it. Like I cannot mm-hmm. do this. And it ended up being like my best vacation ever. Uh, it was the first vacation that I legitimately and truly enjoyed every minute of. And it was the first time that I kind of realized that I didn't, I don't need alcohol to be a fun person. Right. Yeah. And I can, it's when I found out that like, it was the first time we ever did a food tour. It was when I realized like, I love trying new foods. That was the yeah. first time that I discovered that because it used to just be like, I'd try new alcohol and, <laughs> and that's it. But I I freaking loved it. Like I had conch and I never had conch before. Like you you, you got to make sure you you enunciate that conch? correct uh, correctly every time he said I I tried conch for the first time. You, uh, you got to make sure you It's it's enunciate. Good. it's really good, especially <laughs> conch fritters. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> that's that's what my advice would be for people who are trying a dry January is it's pretty cool try some fun things that you used to do and you would imbibe and you would have how many ever you'd have and try to do it dry I bet you you'll have just as good if not a better time and guess what you're waking up the next morning no hangover so true no pills so true. no wasted day nothing you're just you're gonna be good to go one thing I want to highlight is Jenny says that her uncle does a dry January, but that's in remembrance of his DUI. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, don't drink and drive, folks. That's not funny. You're not. That but is not funny. That act that of a dry funny. January in remembrance. That's of a, a DUI. Funny. That's that's quite the quite the honorable gesture. <laughs> <laughs> So but uh big shout wanna, outs to Moonman Flow and uh Jenny being in chat. I really appreciate yes, it. So absolutely. I got another one. Uh because okay. I because I uh yeah, I like I like what you're saying. And I think the the last piece of advice that I would give as well to somebody who's who's trying out this uh dry January is um yeah, it's it's awesome. You're refraining, I think it's a huge plus refraining from uh the drug of choice that is your drug of choice. Um but also pay attention to your environment as well, too. Uh, I think I think mm-hmm. if you, you, you just putting the drug down 
and then 30 and then a week later going back into that same environment may just like what rj stated may be the trigger that pushes you to use um so also while you're refraining or doing this dry month from your drug of choice take this time as well to to really dissect your environment who you're spending your time with what are they doing on their free time are are they are they attacking their goals are they advancing in life in any 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 form of way are they are they trying to better themselves are they trying to help you i think that's so important if not the most important thing on it honestly when it comes to self-medicating is you're suppressing your feelings you're you're doing all this doing all this stuff but but what is the environment that you are surrounding yourself around or that you're placing yourself in that that's very very important so that's my advice as well too that's a that's a really good point that's a and that's that's something that we don't talk about enough is uh how your environment really impacts Oh yeah. Honestly, everything, mental health and everything. We we talk about it sometimes, but we don't talk about it enough. But you know, I it's think like that most important. this is a good time to talk about calibrate. Yeah. Why don't traditional diets work? Because you can't fight your biology with willpower. But calibrate is different. It's comprehensive, doctor guided metabolic reset that promotes sustainable results through lifestyle changes. Calibrate works as as they combine prescribed FDA approved medication with lifestyle changes to improve metabolic health. It's a fully integrated program that includes classes, one-on-one video coaching, in-app tracking, and community with members like you. They provide a comprehensive wellness plan personalized so you're to your needs. So it's easy to fit calibrate into your busy schedule. Check in with the app as often or as little as you'd like. All of the goals you set are personalized and tracked by doctors and coaches. Your weight doesn't reflect your willpower. Get back in control with Calibrate. Get $50 off the one-year metabolic reset when you use code BELIEVE at joincalibrate.com. That's $50 off when you use the code BLEAV at joincalibrate.com. And now we're back to the show. So <clears throat> moving from like the dry January, is there anything that you're going to do in this month to really jumpstart the year? Um, you know what I mean? Like, are you going to try a new workout? Are you going to try a new structure? Are you going to try, you know, uh, is, is there something that you might try to, Make sure the rest of your year is as as successful as you want it to be. Right, right, right. Um, hmm. Man, I think, and I, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse, but, um, you know, I, I think I started early. I think I mm-hmm. started in November. Um, and again, beating this dead horse, but physical health, man, I... I I was talking to somebody the other day and, and those out there who are physically fit and, and religiously work out or, or, or just, you don't even have to religiously work out, right? You just, just putting the right things in your body, healthy foods, et cetera. Um, understand that it's, it's, it's part of the secret. You know, there's other parts of the secret, but the secret formula, I should say, it, it, it's, a, it's a component of it um, 
just by feeling better, sleeping better, um, drinking a gallon of water a day, at least trying to, getting close to, stuff that's relatively inexpensive uh, and very easy to do can honestly and positively impact other areas of your life significantly, drastically. Um, so I think for myself, man, again, I, as I stated earlier, beating a dead horse, but I essentially started in, in November and I hope I keep this going. Um, yeah. because it's, it's teaching me again, as I, as I said earlier, uh, I think I, two podcasts ago, episodes ago, my entire life, I was forced in a, in a good way, uh, but to be disciplined, the game of football coaches got my schedule together. Um, I knew when I was going to eat get dressed for practice, go to study table, all that jazz. It was all set for me. So the discipline was just a byproduct of my environment. But now being post football, it's it's like reinventing myself. Um, And it's been, it's been one hell of a journey thus far. Um, And so that's, that's my answer to that. What about yourself? Well, first things first is I'm going to try a new medication um, for my ADHD because it's it's helped, and I know it's helped. I've noticed this since I've been off of it, that it really did help me a little bit. But I want to feel closer to what I would say a normal functioning brain would be. Like, I yeah. want to be able to focus for longer than five to ten minutes at a time. Yeah. Um, that five to ten minutes, I might be extremely productive. But if I could focus for like three or four hours, like I don't know what I would get done, but I feel like it would be a lot, and I'd probably scare myself. Um, <laughs> well, you gotta give yourself a, you gotta give yourself a break. I mean, I don't, I don't know a lot of parents out there who, who can focus on a project for three to four hours with, with two children that uh, the, the oldest is four. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so but they have, they have been at school too, is the thing like, right. True. Even they're, they're at but, school for five, six, six, six hours. Um, so while they're at school, what do I do? Well, I don't, I don't really focus. So, but you know, we'll see, we'll see how that goes. But, you know, one thing I really, really want to do, and it's something that I've kind of, I've half-assed is I really want to get a good therapist and I want to start therapy that really digs into my past so I could start. And this is part of what we talked about earlier. Like, what can you do with your past that has to do with your future? But like, you kind of have to know where you've been to figure out where you're going. I guess that's true with the telescope when I was making fun of you. But <laughs> I mean, I like that you analogy. Figure out where we're going, but anyway, so like, I have some unresolved issues. Like that's why I drank so heavily. That's why I didn't want to feel anything. Part of it was the toxic masculinity, but the other part was like just there's some issues from my past that I need to get over. That I need yeah. to be. I need to be called out on my crap. I need. I need to work on it and. A good therapist is a start, and I I want to do a better job of that, and that's where I, that's Talk kind of something that I want to do. Um, and then I want to try cooking different like new stuff, like you know, you sent a picture of crab legs the other day. I want I want to try cooking crab legs. Like I want to yeah. try cooking more seafood. Um, I got some new really nice pots and pans, so I want to, you know, I kind of think I want to make some homemade pasta one t- one time, see how it turns out. Um, I want to get really good at simple dishes that taste incredible, which I made one the other day that ended up being like, I was like, I've never made a, a simple sauce like this before. It was just olive oil, butter, and a little bit of a uh, white wine vinegar. 
and garlic, salt, and pepper. That's it. And it ended up being nice. like, it might end up being incredible. So like stuff like that, that I want to, um, I want to try, I want to try my hand at it. Yeah. I want to be able to explore a little bit with that hobby and get, um, more confident in it because that's something in my personal life. That's something me personally, I struggle with obviously is my self-worth self-confidence. A lot of that's tied. So one thing I want to talk about too, when you brought it up with your physical health. So you said it's easy to do. And in the book I'm reading, they had a really good quote. Something that's easy to do means it's also easy not to do. So Mm. do that easy thing, do that easy thing. And yeah, like that's kind of, that's where I want to start with and we'll see where we go from there. Yeah. No, I think that's, I think that's good. I like what you talked about, about the whole, your past thing. And then the this quote, I can't remember who it was from, but it it's, it's pertains to exactly what you were saying, where you, at moments in your life, you may be done with your past, but your past may not be done with you. Um, hmm. And so you may have to revisit it mm-hmm. in order to continue moving forward. And I think that's extremely important. That's what I did for those two years of therapy. Um, and, and I think, again, million ways up the hill towards your healthy mental state, healthy mental, mental mind or wherever that is, wherever that checkpoint is in your life. But I think one strong one is therapy. And that was, that's the route I used as well, man. So I thought, you know, I appreciate you sharing that. We're going to, we're going to take that stigma down. We're going to, you know, keep talking about uh, things that men don't usually talk about because it's got to start somewhere. Why not with us? Indeed. And that's what we're going to build. Like we're going to build something to help take away the stigma that sobriety is boring. The stigma that, you know, sobriety hamstrings you like, no, like not no. at all. And then mental health, same thing. Like it frees you to be able to be comfortable to do other things. Like the chains that we put around ourselves because society, because we, because People that we're close to that maybe we shouldn't be tell us that these chains exist. Like I made a move from Wisconsin to Virginia because I did not want those chains to be around my kids. And I felt like here's a better environment where there's less chains. The chains still exist. Society still exists. Culture still exists. But I felt in Wisconsin, they put you in that box and I feel it here. They give you a box and they say, it's more you put yourself into the box. Then you fill it with the things about yourself instead of putting yourself in there. And that's something that therapy, that all of this stuff can help you with is to, it honestly, like that, you know, we talked about the matrix matrix earlier, but that scene in the first matrix when Morpheus says, free your mind and then jumps that gap. Like that is kind of what therapy helps you do, right? It helps you to free your mind. I'll say the quote. <clears throat> Go for Great. it. You're right though, but you got to say the whole quote. All right. So you got to learn it all go up, Neo. His voice gets so deep, but that's how he says it. I know. You got to let it. You got to let it all go, Neo. Free your mind. I just. <laughs> Love his quotes on that. He's like, "What is he doing?" But it's when he's fighting. 
he's beginning to believe. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the new Matrix movie missed. Like they made yeah. <laughs> Morpheus a construct. Why wouldn't you make the construct look like Lawrence Fishburne? It was bad. It was bad. I'm sorry. I didn't think it, it was, was bad, bad, but it was not the Matrix, right? Like Dude. I, I enjoyed um, most of the movie. I would say I enjoyed. Talk most about of a movie. talk about watching a train wreck. That train started off great, greatest invention ever in American history. The train, right? The Matrix was the that the ideology of that movie, the concept of that movie was like one of the greatest ever brilliant Mm -hmm. started off started off amazing that movie that first matrix is almost perfect literally almost a perfect movie and then the second one started tilting a little bit on those tracks and then that third one just completely came off and in my opinion this fourth one that bad boy just (laughs) yeah that that bad boy did more than wreck i don't know i was not a fan i was i was extremely disappointed but well, that's for another episode. <laughs> I mean, we we all know that Wonder Woman 1984 was your favorite movie from two years ago. So, on that note, that's the worst movie. <laughs> so, it's, so. it's 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 Battlefield Earth, worst movie ever. Battlefield Earth with John Travolta. It's Wonder Woman 1984, and then it's Matrix Matrix Four. So I still haven't watched Wonder Woman 1984. I've tried three it's times terrible, and dude. I can't make it through it's the first fifteen so minutes. Bad. Um because the first Wonder Woman is almost flawless. It's very, it's a very, very good movie. Yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, one thing that I want to point out is we have some amazing guests coming on the show. Like this is gonna be our first episode or our last episode of just us two for a long time. And yeah. like, if you're new, stick around. Like, come back because. You know, our, obviously our videos will be posted on YouTube, but if you catch the live stream, you know, you can ask questions of these guests. Like next week, we're going to have on the founder of Sober Athletic Wear. Like that's really exciting. So if you've seen our shirts, so we both have a shirt that say they have the sober across and I have a sweatshirt, like he's going to come on and tell his story, how he started it and just let us know. And then we're going to mm-hmm. have on a New York Times columnist. We're going to have on uh few published authors we're gonna have on uh you know a native american who is doing some really big things in his community and uh sobriety is not a it's not a weight it's a door and that when you open that door a lot of things can come through that for you and some people need that doorway and some people don't but mm-hmm. that's something that I think we need to look into a little bit more is that sobriety is a doorway and not a weight. And that is, it's going to be shown with our guests that are coming up. It, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be great. And we're going to have people on again for a second time that we uh, had on before too. So that's, it's going to be a lot of fun reconnecting with friends as well. Um, that's, that's, that, was, that was nice, man. That was good. I, I like that. I'm going to steal that. So the door thing. And I think to end, man, I think, uh, I don't know, one quote that I heard yesterday, man, and it, it's still new to me, this quote, but for some reason, it stuck with me all night. And I think it's, I think it's so applicable to everything that we just talked about regarding growing, you know, don't, don't, 
try not to be stagnant or, or complacent, all of the above. And this quote is, we all know the quote, right? Um, whatever doesn't kill you. Makes you stronger. Right. But the actual... I think Lady Gaga this, said this, it this, first. This, this newer quote is that I love. Or I don't know if it's newer, but for me it was, whatever doesn't kill you waits for another chance. And mm. that hit me. Mm. Like, yeah, right? I was like, mm. Mm. <laughs> so you got to keep growing wow. and getting stronger mentally. Whatever doesn't kill you waits for another chance. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and that's drugs, baby. Was that, was that's that drugs? Was that uh, Captain wait Hook for another ch- about the crocodile? No, it's from this movie. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, uh, <laughs> but it makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah, it's from this movie. Uh, it came out in 2018, but I started watching it last night. Um, uh, Black Earth Rising. Hmm. It's about uh, Ron- I can never pronounce it, but the African country Ron- Rwanda. Rwanda. Uh, Rwanda. Right, and just the genocide, and then she's a okay. survivor. She's a survivor of the genocide, uh, literally picked from the bodies. And that's what she said. And I was like, she cut somebody off. Somebody said, whatever doesn't make you stronger. She cut him off and said, wait for another chance. And I was just like, hmm. I like that. That's deep. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. So, you know, we we started off kind of discombobulated. We had audio issues. Uh, we So we are. We Dennis, we Dennis Rodman, this bad boy, though. We, we did. We, we are untapped keg right we're a sobriety and mental health podcast we are tell people stories we're removing the stigma from mental health from men's mental health from women's mental health from everybody's mental health and sobriety any stigma that any sobriety doesn't matter we've had people on who've had drug addictions we've had people obviously we're alcoholics Mm. We are part of the Believe Podcast Network. We are making moves. We are ready to tell your story if you're ready. Hmm. We're ready to give you a platform to tell your story. Yeah. Hit us up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Untapped Keg everywhere. All social media. Soon you'll be able to go to untappedkeg.com again, and you'll be able to yep. leave something there. Hit us up at untappedkeg at gmail.com if you have a story you would like to tell. Even if you just want to talk, if you, we do not talk about things in our Twitter, in our Facebook, in our Instagram no. DMs. If you just want to talk, hit us up. We will get back to you. Yep. Let us know if we can help. If you need advice, listen, we're not mental health professionals, but no. we, we've been through it. We can offer peer-to-peer support. We're yep. here for you. And, you know, 2022, it's a new year, but we still have the same challenges from last year that we need to overcome. And we need to start looking at them as they are challenges. They're not obstacles. They're challenges. Challenges you can get through. So let's do this together. Mons, where can people find you? Um, Real quick, man. I'm excited. I got my, 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 my new chair <laughs> arrived. My new chair arrives on Tuesday. Give me a nice little chair. It's going to be sweet. 
Uh, but anyway, you guys can find me on Twitter at MonteBall28, Instagram MonteBall, obviously your untapped cake pages as well. And just like what RJ stated, um, whenever you're ready to share your story, please hit us up. Um, please hit us up and we'll we'll provide you the platform, the stage, and uh, just to share and become part of the uh, solution. I'm part of the solution. Uh, we're, we're a giant team here. Um, but yeah, whatever you guys want to see, you guys want to see certain guests, you guys want us to talk about certain topics, you guys want us to dive more into specific topics, please let us know. Um, RJ, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at It's Trickster, I-T-Z, the eyes of one in Trickster. Untapped keg everywhere. We'll be sitting there. <laughs> we will get back to you as soon as we can. We, we don't right. sit there. We can't sit there and wait for it the, every time, you know, minute of the day. But right. we will get back to you as quick as we can. Sometimes it's within a couple of minutes. Sometimes it takes an hour. But we always get back. There hasn't been one time we have not. And nope. happy new year, everybody. 2022 filled with possibilities. But they're only possibilities if you make them possible. Let's try to be better tomorrow than we were today. Because at least if we didn't make it, we tried. Thank you for tuning in. See ya. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.